Pittsburgh. From the Pearson Signature Dealership Studio, this is the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, WRNL Richmond and WRVQ HD2 Richmond. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Who's talking is on the air. Frank and Hobbo are up next on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Get ready for the Adrenaline Charge Precision Crafted Performance at Crown Acura Richmond. Introducing the TLX, powered by a VTEC turbo engine. Hold on tight as the MDX showcases performance for seven, delivering power and space in perfect harmony. At Crown Acura Richmond, we bring you power-packed performers, meticulously crafted second to none. Stop by 8704 West Broad Street and find Precision Crafted Performance. And now, the seamless power of Click Lane. Crown Acura Richmond for precision-crafted performance and effortless transactions. Clinical Research Partners is on the front lines fighting viruses such as COVID. Would you like to help Dr. Robert Call and his colleagues? Simply go to their website, clinicalresearchrva.com, or call 804-477-3045. Consider enrolling in a clinical trial study. So many of our participants benefit in obtaining valuable information and treatments that improve their health. Dr. Robert Call and his team will provide safe, efficient, and patient-centered care throughout the course of the clinical study. Hello, this is Kevin Lang, Senior Vice President of Real Estate Finance at Town Bank Richmond. You know, the biggest concentration of UVA fans outside of Charlottesville itself is here in Richmond. It's our hometown, and Town Bank is proud to bring what we call hometown banking to our members. We're known for providing exquisite service and for our deep involvement in the community. As a proud graduate of UVA, I'm a big fan of the home team, and I'm a big fan of hometown banking. Visit townbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Thank you to all the Virginia Athletics Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Chico Bennett Jr., defensive end for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Wolves, baby. Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, we are passionate about getting you back in the game. 
It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com It's time for Who's Talking on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. Brought to you by Clinical Research Partners, Jeff McDonald and Associates, Ortho Virginia, Town Bank, TGI Fridays, Crown Acura, The Saber, Hildrup Moving and Storage, Canal Capital, Virginia Athletics Foundation, Maxwell and Associates, Invictus Sales and Marketing, and Mitchell Endoscopy. Here's Frank and Habo. Good evening and welcome. This is Frank Habo. Is with me in studio? This is Who's Talking Show number 501, Hubbo. Yes, indeed. Uh, had a great party last Monday night to celebrate number 500. We appreciate everybody that came out and helped us celebrate quite an accomplishment here in season 15. But we uh, march on tonight. Uh, what a great show we got tonight. Uh, your buddy Brad we have a Barnes. Big show. Big. He's a big man. Think it's big. a big show. Think big. We got Brad Barnes. Uh, His then, middle name should be I'm Big. And he's very bright. Uh, it always bothers me. All these he's foot- already retired. The, the football players are so smart. You know, it makes us basketball guys look stupid, but uh-huh. uh, don't say anything. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Boyd Rawls will have uh, later in the first half hour uh, my former teammate Wally Walker, who's now a deputy athletic director. And uh, our friend and sponsor, Noah Greenbaum, will join us later in the uh, second half hour. But uh, Brad Barnes was a terrific offensive lineman under George Welsh back in the day. And uh, Brad, let me uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, our friend uh, Chris Graham from the Augusta Free Press put out a grade for the various uh, parts of the football team. He gave the uh, offensive line an F. Now. <laughs> That, that's that's a pretty harsh grade. Where, what gra- kind of grade would you give the offensive line so far? Oh, Chris, I'm not going to go as low as he did. I'll tell you what, though, I enjoy following Chris and his articles. He, sometimes he can be a little polarizing, like with the F grade, but it makes you step back and think, all right, what are we doing with the offensive line here? Can we not develop folks? Are we not using the portal correctly? How do we get some guys in here that can protect us? I will say, though, in my opinion, my humble opinion here, fellas, that it's improved. I think they've made yes. some switches with which with where people are playing. I don't think you can step back and say the time that the quarterback has to throw is is the reason that the offense is not successful. I think most of the time they've got plenty of time to get the ball off back there. So you're giving us an F plus. <laughs> no, no, I was no. trying to give you the I was trying to give you my best politician answer. I'm I'm probably in the C range. Okay, fellas. all right. I'm you're you're in the C I want to yeah. take a class from Brad. You know, he's a very generous grader here. Well, you know, Brad, um thank you for joining us tonight, by the way. Um I know you've got a busy schedule. Um the thing that um has bugged me for years and you and I have uh traded text where we're lamenting the deficiencies of the program over the years. And 
the one thing that they need to get right is the O-line. And, wow. you know, every good football team, it all begins and ends with that O-line. You either, you either have a good one or you don't. And you look around the country and you watch games on Saturday and quite a few other days and nights of the week now, and you can spot the bad O-lines a mile away. And yeah. Virginia, Virginia should be able to attract, sign, and develop good offensive linemen just like we did back in your day, back in the day of Ray Roberts, for crying out loud. How yeah, about we've, we've had some Jim great D- ones Jim through Dombrowski, the years. Uh, Hall of Fame type guys. What's his name? St. Clair that played right. center for the yep. Rams. I mean, uh, come on. Brickishaw. Brickishaw Ferguson has already retired. He... What did he play like ten years? He missed one game. Um, yeah. I, my my question, to you Brad, is <clears throat> what seems to be the communication breakdown with the assistant coaches? We Virginia has turned out excellent offensive linemen who have had long and distinguished careers in the NFL, and it's 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 the perfect place for a highly intelligent young man, and most offensive linemen are very bright people. Why can't Virginia, you know, win them over? And can you please call Tony Elliott and teach him? <laughs> well, I don't I don't know why we can't win them over. And I, I'm not an expert like I used to be, but it's one of the things, if you watch our tackles, and I watch the tackles almost every single play, watching this weekend, Saturday night, 6.30p, Watch how they kick out. And I say that on purpose because you'll see they kick out to try to get the defender versus coming straight back. And when you kick out, you open up angles. You're right. We're really good at math. You open up a lot of angles. And when you've got a fast edge rusher, it's 230, 245, 255, that's a lot faster than you, the more room and the more angles he has, he's going to beat you. Versus if you come straight back, then, it, then it's a mano mano thing where there's only one way for him to go, and that's straight through you. And then you should be able to squat down at 315, 325, and he shouldn't be able to go through you. But our tackles, for whatever reason, are kicking out, and, and, and instead of setting the edge of that pocket, they're coming out and people are going underneath us or they're just not getting out fast enough and they're going around us. But that's one of the things that I've noticed, and I don't understand why we don't teach that technique, or if we are teaching that technique – why we're not disciplined to come in straight back like that. But that's one of the things you'll notice Saturday night with our tackles. All right. The other thing that I'm concerned with is that uh, Coach Tony Elliott and his offensive coordinator, Des Kitchings, have been <laughs> preaching from the get-go that they wanted a, a running attack like Clemson's. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, my, yep. now, my question to you is this. When they got there and looked around at what was in place a couple of years ago, and remember all those guys that that left because Robert and I told them to take off. Remember that? Why why UVA didn't sue that guy uh, is is a shock to me because he told athletes at Virginia that they would be better off leaving than staying. That was his that was his parting gift to UVA. Um, yeah. And that bully, you know what? He's getting his teeth kicked in now because Dave Dorn at <laughs> NC State took away his, his some of his privileges and benched Armstrong, and the new quarterback couldn't do any better this past weekend 
NC State only scored three points in that loss. Yeah, twenty-four to three against Duke. Yeah, they looked they looked hapless against the second string Duke quarterback. So here's here, here's my roundabout question. I'm sorry. Is uh, when they came in and saw the available talent that was returning, and they knew they had a few kids coming in from the from high school recruiting. Could they not see? that they weren't going to be able to establish a power run game with a pro offense in that first year or two, and why didn't they just use sort of the Wild West offense that had been working and keep Brendan Armstrong hot and let Virginia's offense feed off of his scrambling and running and his read options and his sort of Brett Favre tendencies. He was good at improvising. Yes, that was that was that that's Brendan's strength. And now... Now Virginia's in a situation with a transfer in Tony Musket who's trying to play through a, a sore shoulder and a rookie quarterback, a true freshman in Calandria, who shows all kinds of promise. But my question to you is, why didn't Kitchings and Tony Elliott adjust their script when they saw that there wasn't the available talent to run the pro-style offense? Yeah, I- I'm all about establishing a run game. Very, very important, obviously. But at the end of the day, you've got to have a well-rounded game. And to your point, you've got to use the tools that you have available to you. And so for me, what I don't understand is why we, why we run these slow-developing plays when we don't have a running back that can run straight downhill and hit the hole hard. Sometimes we still try the read option and the – low handoff. We're not fast enough to do that. If we are going to run, we need to hit the hole hard. If we are going to run, we, we need to not be predictable first and ten, mm-hmm. second and short. It's like some of these predictables, I understand they're trying to get us in manageable third down situations, but that's one of the things that bothers me. I think the other thing, too, it's 2023. So sometimes the modern run game is a flare pass out to the outside. It's a short slant coming, coming across the middle. Whereas we're trying to whip it out on these wide receiver screens and these plays that if you start to use math and go look at your high probability plays that rack you up yards, we're running plays that don't give us that. And so to me, with the technology, the film that they have to watch today, we need to go to the drawing board and figure out what a well-rounded offense looks like with high probability plays that net us four to seven yards and stick to those. The you know, best thing uh, about the NC State game – Sorry, Go ahead. No, finish up. The best thing about the NC State game was that at least Robert and I taught us what a what a quarterback draw was because we haven't run those all season until that game. Yeah. We just don't have a well-rounded offense. It's way too predictable. Well, so you know, my attitude, uh, you know, and I, I always think the coach has to give the team the best chance to win given the personnel he has, and that may mean moving away from the system you would prefer, but – Clearly, uh, one of the strengths of this team are our wide receivers. So maybe, uh, maybe on a first down, once in a while, we ought to rather than run the ball, try to throw the ball on first down to well, some of the talented receivers. And that they have been doing that. I mean, to you, some degree, yeah. Yes, but but I'm I'm just talking about it. It's almost like they had to be hit upside the head twenty times before they adjusted to the fact that Malachi Fields and Washington are are. Quality so, receivers. These yeah. guys are superior wideouts. I mean, they could they could both end up in the NFL, but um, you know, Kobe Pace can catch the ball out of the backfield. 
Hollins can catch the ball out of the backfield when he didn't play last week because of an ankle. And certainly Paris Jones should be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. Well, the running backs have talent, but if you don't have a hole, there's not much the running back can do. Isn't that right, Brad? Well, that's why you throw it to him. I'm talking about passing. Right. Um, you know, one thing, Brad, I haven't seen, and a lot of teams are use, are using the uh, the little uh, shuffle pass from the quarterback to the running back who's cutting underneath. And and it's 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 you know the quarterback drops back and makes it look like a pass, and then he shuffle passes right in front of him. If the running back drops the ball, it's an incomplete pass. Right. Yeah. Um, but it it makes it forces the linebackers to read more and to hold their position longer, as opposed to you know move up field and take away the rushing lanes. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I. Yeah. I mean, you 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 know this stuff inside and out. I mean, don't you get frustrated? <laughs> well, I get very frustrated at the play calling. I, I'm I'm not sure what the agreed upon game plan going is, but it, it obviously hasn't been working out this year. I would love for it to, but I just don't think that we're skilled enough in calling the game. You both make good points. Leaning on the old system. Which honestly, I think it's a legacy system. You look at the NFL; they've they've gone back to putting guys behind the quarterback, running downhill, hitting the holes hard. Like the, the leftovers in college football, they're still running these slow developing run plays. It's one of the reasons we built William and Mary. Love the offensive coordinator there, but they're just so slow to get their play started. And if you don't have the superior athletes to make a miss, you don't have the offensive line that can hold the holes open longer. It's, it's not going to work out for you. Speed kills every single time. You know, uh, one thing that Virginia was doing very well a few years ago is uh, the Wizard of Oz, as I called him, that that little flanker would come on those jet sweeps. And if he wasn't uh, running out into the, you know, the, the short zones and sitting down for the quick five-yard catch, he was running that, that jet sweep right behind the offensive line and yeah. you know that that play forces the defense to to spread out more. If you absolutely have to spread it, otherwise, a flanker like that can go right around the end and go for twenty yards. And so, I, I haven't seen that this year. And you know, I think Washington ran it once. I've seen it once. I take it back. I've seen it one time. But uh, you know, let's face it. Virginia beat William Mary. Uh, got got the grill off their back. Now they have a big game at Carolina. What are your thoughts going down to play our oldest rival in a game in which Carolina is favored by 24 points as of today? Yeah, I'm happy it's only 24 four points. That's the good news. <laughs> Come on, Brad. Brad, are you here all week? Are you, you going to do stand-up now? I think he sounds like he's uh, taking Carolina and laying the 24. <laughs> <laughs> I never get bad against the Hoos. But here's the deal. I, I'm ha- Momentum of the victory, great. Monkeys off the bat, great. I just really hope that we've thought about our game plan from a play-calling standpoint going into this game. Carolina, I know that, that Drake May and the offense is, is great, but their defense is also really good. I think we've got to make sure that we've, we, we are throwing the football first. But not, not 15, 20 yards downfield. Let's work the middle a little bit, keep people honest. That'll help ro- open up some of the run game. But for me, it's, it's all about what is that offensive play calling going to look like as we head into Carolina. Because there have been some situations, and I know that we're one in five, but there have been some situations where we could have won football games. Yes. And we've made some different play calls 
with that offense. All right, been some Brad, we've got to leave it there. Uh, we're headed, we headed towards a hard break. Thank you, Brad. Listen, we thank you for joining us tonight, and as always, you are delightful. hope you and your family are doing well. All right, we head to break. Come back on the other side. We've got Dr. Boyd Rawls from the Ortho Virginia Injury Report. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com. Invictus Sales and Marketing is the fastest-growing electrical sales agency in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Led by former Wahoo Paul Collins, Class of 90, and his partner Pete Houston, Invictus is your go-to for any of your electrical needs. From residential to commercial and industrial, Invictus can help you pick out what you need and get it when you need it. Invictus is derived from the Latin word Invicta, meaning undefeated. All of the lighting upgrades across Scott Stadium and the pergolo lighting are represented by Invictus Sales and Marketing. The future of Virginia football is very bright. The next time you're looking to catch a game with family and friends, check out what TGI Fridays has going on. The brand new grilled and sauce menu offers char-grilled steaks, chicken, and seafood with a variety of new sauces and sides. Fridays has some amazing new happy hour specials. Relax and take in Richmond's best TV package with $5 appetizers like saucy boneless wings, crispy Philly egg rolls, and the popular Szechuan pot stickers. Don't forget what Fridays is known for, delicious cocktails, cold beers, and weekly specials to end your workday like you deserve. Finding a reputable law firm can be a daunting task, especially in the midst of a crisis. But Jeff McDonald and Associates is here to help. Jeff McDonald Associates is a personal injury and workers' comp law firm based in Virginia. For over 25 years, our team has been helping injury victims get the compensation they need after a serious accident disrupts their life. Injured? Don't wait. Just call the Yates. 804-888-8888. Whether setting a UVA record for tackles in 1983 or heading up Hildrip Moving and Storage today... Charles McDaniel knows discipline and dedication. Hildrip Moving and Storage has a simple game plan to be the best moving services company, period. It's already been named a top moving and logistics provider across the region. Individuals or companies, near or far, one thing's clear. Next time you need a move, trust a who to get the job done. Call Hildrip, 1-800-476-6683. Remember the day when kids with asthma were discouraged from playing sports? Well, not anymore. Game on. Asthma affects more than 20% of elite athletes and one in every six Olympic athletes. Youths and adults can participate with proper medication and training. Activities such as football, basketball, and swimming can cause flare-ups as well as cross-country. Talk with your allergist at Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists. Get tested, get treated, and get better. Hi, I'm Kevin Lang, Senior Vice President of Real Estate Finance at Town Bank Richmond. I'm a proud UVA graduate, and I see Cavalier pride extending out to everybody. Players, students, fans, everyone. That same sense of community is what you'll find at Town Bank Richmond. This is a bank that, like UVA fans, believes in being an integral part of the community. That's why we lend money only to local businesses and why we give back. Go Hoos and go Town Bank Richmond. Visit townbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
My name is Jody Smith, and I'm a sports medicine specialist with Ortho Virginia. We provide medical coverage to local college athletic programs like U of R, Camp Sydney, and many local high schools throughout Richmond. During football season, we see a lot of traumatic injuries, but we also see a lot of overuse injuries in the knee and shoulder. Overuse injuries are often easily prevented by making changes in the technique, duration, and intensity of exercise. By making these changes, we can eliminate downtime and keep patients active in a way that eliminates their pain. To learn more about sports medicine or to schedule an appointment with Dr. Smith, visit OrthoVirginia.com. Bringing you the latest with all things UVA athletics. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo-Hobgood on the new sports radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, welcome back. Second segment of tonight's show, uh, number 501, as we said earlier. Uh, we thank Brad Barnes, the big guy, a uh, great offensive lineman back in the day under uh, Coach George Welsh. A big man. He's a big man and uh, very we're, bright, articulate. And we're so glad we, he's on our team. I, I wish he was still playing. That's the main thing. But at any rate, uh, we have our friend uh, Dr. Boyd Rawls with the Ortho uh, Virginia Injury Report. As I said, I think the last time, Boyd, you were on had a little thumb wrist issue that I went to uh, Dr. Rawls and he fixed me right up. It's uh, feeling terrific. So, so I can personally recommend him as as a doctor to go see if you have any issues, hand, wrist, what else? Do you do elbow as well, Boyd? Uh, Yeah, I do do a good bit of elbow. You know, Jody, who comes on the show pretty frequently does, does a, you know, quite a bit of elbow himself. I, you know, I do a lot of tennis elbow overuse stuff, biceps ruptures, you know, things like that. So, So, so pickleball, you know, I assume, is keep, keeping you employed. Uh, good old pickleball, all these old guys like Gosh. me trying to play pickleball. That's one of the best things that's happened to me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's allowed you to, to build that addition that you always wanted, right? Yeah, he's got a swimming pool I'm now, right. you know. And all the kids all the kids are in private school now. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know, God bless yeah. pickleball. 529 <laughs> plans are fully funded. Everything's right. good yeah. to go. All right, hey, hold on. All right. all right, let's get back. Let's get the train back on the tracks here. All right. Uh, Boyd, first off, thank you for joining us tonight. As always, uh, you. you know, I think I think obviously, I'm tired of talking about Tony Musket's shoulder. Um, yeah. <laughs> let, let's face it; it's going to bother him all the rest of the year, and that's just the way it is. Um, yeah. My question to you is: Is Hollins apparently hurt his ankle um, in the Boston College game? He did not play in the William Mary game that I saw. Uh, I may have missed him, but I don't. I don't think I did. I don't think Holland's played in that game. Um, he's had a couple weeks now to re to rehab his sprained ankle. There's no word that it's you know a high ankle. I, I've heard it's just you know a, a pretty bad twist, but not a uh, wasn't a full rollover. He didn't he didn't snap anything. So um, with that said, how do you think they were treating him? Uh, with, uh, you know, the rehab, and then uh, with the extra bye week, don't you think he's going to be able to play this week? Yeah, that, I certainly hope so. And, yeah, those, those ankle sprains, you know, the sort of lateral ankle sprains can be a, you know, a, a very nagging-type injury like a lot of the stuff can. And, you know, the, the rehab a lot of times will, you know, immobilize folks and, you know, to kind of calm things down initially for a period of time you know, work on the soft tissues with ice and heat and kind of get every, you know, work on the swelling. And then, you know, beyond that, the, a lot of the rehab um, revolves around protection, you know, so taping, ankle braces, that kind of thing, you start to resume play and also strengthening, you know, some of the secondary stabilizers of the ankle 
you know, to give folks a little bit more confidence, um, more proprioception and, um, you know, more stability. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it, there, there's some variability there and there's, you know, at least a little bit of depth, I feel like where he's playing. So, but, um, but yeah, hopefully we'll see him this week. I think he, I think he'll end up playing, uh, you know, I had to deal with bad ankles, uh, Gee whiz! Ever since like 1976, uh, among other things, mostly it was ankles. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Hobbo. Good try. <laughs> yeah, Hobbo is all knowing. <laughs> um, but I did have a, a recurring chronic right ankle, and you know there was a device developed down at, believe it or not, Chapel Hill that was used for Jimmy Black, <laughs> the basketball player, and it it pioneered a whole wave of devices that were constantly improved over the years. And eventually there was one device that I found called the active ankle. And I used to use that inside my, uh, you know, my, my best tournament tennis shoes. And I never had an injury after that. That thing was unbelievable and kept the ankle stable, gave me a lot of confidence and, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of Velcro and, uh, and that hinge allowed me to still keep playing. I'm sure today, They've got all kinds of things so that once they get out of the boot, they transition to something else and probably can put it right inside the the cleat itself and with some tape and whatever else, you know, I'm sure it helps him uh, adjust quickly and get back to playing, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a a little bit of a discrepancy between the the level these guys are, are playing at I mean, we have a goal to, you know, obviously maintain their health, but also to, you know, have them, you know, be productive for the team and competitive, you know, and for themselves too. Whereas, you know, so keeping them in a brace a little bit longer to protect things makes a lot of sense. You know, you and me going around playing pickleball or badminton or whatever, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's important to kind of come out of the brace sooner rather than later with these things usually. All right, we got to leave it there. The music tells us that we're running out of time for the segment. We want to thank you in Ortho, Virginia. Keep uh, Jody and Dr. Rose straight, will you? Yeah, thank you, Boyd. All right, we'll go to break here. We're coming up with Wally Walker in the next segment, so stay with us. Wonderful Wally Walker is next. Thank you to all the Virginia Athletics Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Chico Bennett Jr., defensive end for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Wolves, baby. Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. Hi, this is Boyd Rawls. I'm an orthopedic hand surgeon specializing in hand, wrist, and elbow injuries. I'm a diehard Wahoo who completed nearly all of my training at the University of Virginia. Ortho Virginia is the largest multi-specialty orthopedic practice in Virginia. We have offices in Richmond, Lynchburg, Northern Virginia, and Virginia Beach. Our dedicated certified hand therapists will work hard to speed your recovery. 
For more information, please visit our website, orthovirginia.com. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at mitchellendoscopycenter.com or call 804 282 114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Maxwell & Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Hey guys, lots of new stuff happening at your Richmond area TGI Fridays. New lunch menu starting at $8.99 with classic dishes and healthier options. $5 happy hour apps. So awesome we now offer them Monday through Friday. And what's really great, fresh hand-battered chicken and unbelievable hand-breaded shrimp. So come on down, grab a cold beer, dine with friends, and catch the who's. In here, it's always Friday with drink specials all day, every day. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com. Dr. Robert Call's company, Clinical Research Partners, needs you to participate in a clinical trial to help tomorrow's medicines here today. Without you, there are no new medicines. So call us today at 804-477-3045 and see if we have a clinical trial for your health issue. We will be enrolling for flu study this fall. You could help make the difference for many other folks with your same problem. Think of it. You could be somebody else's hero. Dr. Call is advancing medicine to improve lives. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. You're listening to Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, we're back. Who's Talking is live and in your ear, probably in your car or your home or your office. And Through the years, we've generally been live. Very few pre-recorded shows. Very few pre-recorded shows. shows, And I think it makes for better radio. Yeah, yeah. All right, we are delighted to have one of our favorite guests on the show. And I know I'll get beat up from some other guests, but Wally Walker is certainly one of our favorites. And uh, 
for many, many reasons. But uh, I'm so delighted that Wally remembered to call because Habo never got his cell number and didn't text him. I have confidence. He's a teammate of mine. You know, I could yeah, rely, I could rely on him on the face. floor. He's one of the few guys that will admit no, that he played with you. No, no. You know, Park Hill no, never tells anybody. Now, the problem is, you know, I, I would pass the ball to him and never get it back. That Why was a would he problem. pass it back? Some of that. <laughs> hey, Wally, uh, thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, congratulations. I guess this is the first time we've had you on air since your right. new assignment is, I think, you're mm-hmm. technically Deputy Athletic Administrator. Correct. So mm-hmm. uh, give us uh, the job description as you understand it. Well, that's a trickier question. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to wear a lot of hats, but they're all uh, related to revenue for the Athletic Department. And I'm hoping I'm going to be able to coordinate amongst the various fundraising entities. Uh, you know, I have some relationships there, and I'm going to have some new relationships there. But I, I just want to be a uh, help, a resource for everyone. And we all have got to uh, get on board and think more creatively and differently because college sports is completely changed. So uh, that's that attracted me to come back. It was just a status quo situation, and things were as they were five years ago. Well, then. There are plenty of folks that you know that that are around that can do that, and uh, but because of of this you know, sea change, there's an opportunity, and uh, I want UVA to to seize that. You know the uh, the politicians always talk about what they're going to do their first day in office, and I I think officially you don't take the job until December. But Correct. what what are some of your you know what are some of your first day in office ob- objectives? You know, uh, uh, job one uh, just relates to making sure we have the resources we need uh, to compete. And that starts with football. The athletic department health economically, whether people want to admit it or not, and there's a there's five stages of grief we all gone through on this NIL thing, uh, and many are in denial, and I, I was too. Uh, and then you get angry, and then but I'm at the acceptance stage, and we have to get there, whether you are or not, because it's, it's the, the hand we're dealt, the system we have, and we got to compete effectively there. Football drives economics. And, and, guys, I was triggered by what happened to my second favorite uh, college athletic department. It's a distant second, and I'm talking about Stanford. And they win that Director's Cup every year. And we yeah. finished fourth this year. But we won the top athletic departments in the country right now. I'm talking about UVA. But Stanford is left orphaned and didn't see it coming. So that got me thinking. I mean, I, Hobo, I saw you in May for the Terry Holland Memorial. It's never crossed my mind that, you know, I'd be coming back to Charlottesville. Um, but then what transpired in the next couple of months, you know, I got my gears grinding. And I started talking to folks you know, back in Charlottesville, and that's what got us here. You know, I, I, before Frank jumps in, I should say, you know, Habo's wor- uh, warming up in the bullpen if the deputy needs a deputy. You know, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be yeah, your big, John big Banner. Here, I'll, 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 yeah. carry your, I'll carry your briefcase, you know, <laughs> yeah. get your coffee. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, if, if, I, if, if you're going to put your money in that briefcase, then we got a deal. Okay. That's up to you. Yeah, it'll be only $100 bills in that briefcase. You know? Yeah, exactly. I'm Mark. <laughs> All right, Wally, um, for those of us that have had the opportunity on some occasions to look behind the curtain to see how the athletic department runs and operates, but not privileged enough to see all the raw numbers, and we've asked, but been politely turned away. Um, is the University of Virginia Athletic Department in a healthy position? Well, it, it certainly is competitively, and, and I don't know the numbers yet, 
uh, Frank either. Yes. Uh, I know, I know some of them, uh, cause I sat down, I, I was there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but the, the reality is, and this is true of every athletic department in the country, uh, football is the sport that, that makes money. And, uh, Jim Ryan, you know, had a line, I just heard it because we had an NIL you know, function just, you know, 10 days ago, I guess it was a week ago. Uh, and he said, you know, if you, if you like field hockey, if that's your sport and you want them to succeed at the University of Virginia, well, then you got to support football because that drives the economics. The, the, the reality is that uh, we've got great coaches and facilities, but on an operating basis, it, it's football that, that drives the, the bottom line operating profit. Now, is it all about money? Is that, is that our only problem with football at this stage, or do we have problems beyond that? Well, I'm, I'm not – privy to i don't know i mean i'm watching games i'm a i'm a fan like you guys but i don't think we're competitive on an nil basis i think we lost players like i know we did we lost players uh, our own players that we developed they came in and, and played well for us to other schools and that's the system we have again like it or not if you have a you have a good player uh every player is a free agent each offseason for them, I mean, the pros would never do this. It's crazy. Have your whole roster be a free agent every single year and have competitive bidding every single year. But we have to be able to at least compete uh, to keep our own players and, and talk about the transfer portal. We, we need to uh, get some guys there. And, and then, you know, it's not directly part of recruiting, and UVA is never going to be somebody that's going to go beyond the rules, a.k.a. cheating. Right. Um, but will people that will do that for recruiting and, and – uh, our prospective players, our current players, have to know that they'll be fairly taken care of uh, in, in that in that process. You know, Virginia lost uh, Fentrell Cypress, um, an excellent uh, defensive back to Florida State from right. last year's team. And I don't know the money that he received, um, but I know there was an NIL deal involved. I also know that Nick Jackson, their leading tackler from the free- previous couple of years, he left and went to Iowa, and if both of those players had returned for Virginia, I feel pretty confident Rudzinski, our defensive coordinator, would be much happier man. Um, offensively, we've lost every offensive lineman that showed any promise over the last couple of years, and that's got to stop. You cannot offensive linemen develop over several years, and you have to invest a lot in the O line. Virginia's got to start using the NIL the right way. Otherwise, otherwise they should just join the Ivy League. Well, that's right. I mean, we can't be a farm system for schools that are willing to, you know, uh, pay a lot more, have, have you know, greater NIL resources. I did talk to Coach Elliott when I first took the position, and he just says, you know, he just wants to be, you know, competitive. I, I don't think it's going to require outrageous dollars. I'm not here to name a figure. Um, but we've got to be have more than what we currently have. And again, people that care about UV athletics just have to come to grips with the fact that is the game we're playing. And if we're going to compete, and we, we've got to get in it with the NIL money. You know, let me ask you this, and I know that we're kind of putting you somewhat uh, in a difficult position, and we don't mean to do that. It's just that Habo and I have been studying this for 15 years. Okay. Uh, you guys are slow learners, though, too. I get that part. Well, well that's true. You know, Habo's very yeah. slow. I, yeah. I'm yeah. not as slow as Habo, but um, I'm just kidding. Both both of us are kind of slow, but we hey, you're, we you're... are mega loyal. <laughs> we're super. We're super alums, and 
We would, oh, yeah. we would like to win. We want to win. <laughs> and I, I don't want football and basketball to uh, you know, be diminished because the rules have changed in NIL right. and the transfer portal have become so big. Can you please convince everyone in Charlottesville to get on board and, and pivot away from this nonsense of not using NIL money to go recruit? Everybody else is. Yeah, we, we've got we've got no chance and, unless we uh, have a decent sized pool of NIL money, and then the coaches will make their decisions about you know where that goes. And and I'm not sure I even understand fully the rules of how it, it's allocated. Uh, and I guess I don't need to know it now, but I do know we need more of it, and and it's going to require more education. It's going to require some time for some. And again, I'll, I'll say it again. I was had the same reaction as many, if not most, or if not all. Hey, I don't like this. I'm not for, but you, you, you got to get over it. You, you got to get to the point where if we're going to compete, and by the way, uh, I wouldn't be coming back to be a full-time employee at age 69, <laughs> if not for Carla Williams uh, and, and my conviction in, in hearing her say, I want to have the best athletic program in this country. I love that. And, yes. and I know you guys want that, and our fans do. But let's not kid ourselves that we can do that in, in this system without being competitive with the NIL. You know, right. I know it's it's beyond you, but uh, do you? Some people have suggested that maybe, uh, like you know, the professional teams have a salary cap. Should there should there be any cap on how much NIL money is available for football and basketball or whatever? Or is that well, beyond I mean, your... there, there, there are no guardrails now. I would think the first step for me, and, and no one's asked me from the NCAA or in Washington, D.C., my opinion yet. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but they I, should. But I think if you, you, <laughs> if you can just avert or change the system where everyone's a free agent every year so they can, the transfer portal is open to every player every year, uh, that makes no sense. I mean, you just get no continuity in your program and puts coaches in a terrible position and you have what we just talked about. You have players that, that you, you know, put a lot of time and effort in and see them develop and maybe took a chance, gave them a scholarship when they weren't a highly recruited you know, young man, and they turn into something and they leave for money. So, you know, it, it, that part, uh, you know, the, the, the money regulation, um, listen, I, I ran an NBA team for, for 12 years and yes. we always had a salary cap and, we, you know, you, you deal with it. And some teams exceeded the cap and there were penalties if you did that benefited the other teams and, you know, listen, <laughs> I, I ran a team that in 12 years had the fifth best record in the NBA. We only twice had above the NBA average salary in those 12 years. So uh, you can do it, but you have to at least be in, in the game and, and, and money-wise, and, and particularly for football, we're currently not. You know, uh, I think we should point out something that uh, as as you have made this decision, which I think is an incredibly uh, loyal thing to do for the University of Virginia. And sacrificial. Yes, you didn't have to do this. And um, we have both commented on this already on the air in the last couple of weeks. Um, in this situation, I would think the folks in Charlottesville at the school and beyond, they would have to really trust you because you're only doing it because of the love of the school. I mean, you... I'm sure you have a wonderful retirement plan and have the ability to go do almost anything you want. Um, is, well, I will, is, let me just thank you, Frank, for saying that. First of all, 
but let me also say, it, it's not a charitable act to be moving to Charlottesville, Virginia. I don't tell you guys yeah. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's a great place to live. Uh, and my wife is a West Coast person, and she loves it too because she's been back there a lot over the years, and our son went there. Uh, so, you know, that part is all mm-hmm. great and no, no matter what. Uh, but we do also have a, a, a really nice life here in, in Seattle, and uh, there was no particular catalyst uh, for us to, to do anything than what we were currently doing until you know this whole thing changed in, in the spring, and the conversation led to you know where, where we are today. But uh, you know, the, my wife calls it, I think, and this is a correct term, a you know, passion project for me. And like you guys, I I love the place and Virginia sports and. You know, let's, let's, let's do something about it. Well, we're uh, we're delighted you have accepted this role. I think you're going to do a terrific job. It clearly is necessary. And I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to talk to you about the uh, other subject, basketball. But we'll have you back on soon to get an update on your new job and also your thoughts on uh, the Tony Bennett Who's. But, Wally, right now, thanks for your time today. The mission is clear at the Faison Center to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult and Residential Services. There are two locations in Virginia, Richmond and Newport News. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.com. Invictus Sales and Marketing is the fastest growing electrical sales agency in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Led by former Wahoo Paul Collins, Class of 90, and his partner Pete Houston, Invictus is your go-to for any of your electrical needs. From residential to commercial and industrial, Invictus can help you pick out what you need and get it when you need it. Invictus is derived from the Latin word Invicta, meaning undefeated. All of the lighting upgrades across Scott Stadium and the pergolo lighting are represented by Invictus Sales and Marketing. The future of Virginia football is very bright. The next time you're looking to catch a game with family and friends, check out what TGI Fridays has going on. The brand new grilled and sauce menu offers char-grilled steaks, chicken, and seafood with a variety of new sauces and sides. Fridays has some amazing new happy hour specials. Relax and take in Richmond's best TV package with $5 appetizers like saucy boneless wings, crispy Philly egg rolls, and the popular Szechuan pot stickers. Don't forget what Fridays is known for. Delicious cocktails, cold beers, and weekly specials to end your workday like you deserve. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. From 1982 to 1985, Charles McDaniel was a dominating linebacker for the Hoops, even setting a UVA record with 130 tackles in 1983. Now, serving as president and CEO of Hildrip Moving and Storage, McDaniel's game plan is simple, to be the best moving services company, period. He and his expert team help move individuals, government agencies, and companies near or far. So next time you need help moving, trust a Who to get the job done. And call Hildrip at 1-800-476-66 Jeff McDonald & Associates is a personal injury and workers' compensation law firm based out of Richmond, Virginia. For over 25 years, our attorneys at Jeff McDonald & Associates have been standing up to big insurance bullies for our clients. 
With our no-fee guarantee, you will owe us nothing until you have won your case. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury or been wronged, just call the Yates, 804-888-8888. At Crown Acura Richmond, we're taking convenience to the next level with ClickLane, where buying or trading your car has never been easier. Visit crownacurarichmond.com to explore our stunning lineup, and with ClickLane, you can easily navigate the process from the comfort of your home, or come to 8704 West Broad Street, where you'll find precision craft performance and now the seamless power of ClickLane. Crown Acura Richmond for precision crafted performance and effortless transaction. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities at ortho virginia we are passionate about getting you back in the game the only way to get closer to the cavaliers is to make the team this is who's talking with frank maloney and jim hobbo hopgood on the new sports radio 910 the fan and now on 1051 fm All right, you gotta love the Eagles, and we've got a semi-packed studio tonight. We've got Vince behind the uh, the desk here at the console. His first night without training wheels. He's there now, our board operator, who's talking, and we want to congratulate him on his first show alone without any help. We also want to congratulate him on Megan because this whole broadcast has been much more entertaining thanks to Megan's appearance. She's lovely. She's she in the lovely. studio. And, Not and, sure why know, she's with yeah, Vince. I, I don't understand a, the relationship either. It it's makes fuzzy no math. Sense, but, fuzzy math. But, you know, <laughs> most people don't understand why Linda's with me. Oh, believe so, me. Uh, I get asked every week. Just kidding, know. Linda. <laughs> kidding, Linda. He's a great guy. I know. All right. All right. Who's talking? We got the uh, Friday's Olympic report. Yeah, real quickly before we go to Noah Greenbaum, uh, here's maybe the biggest one. Uh, we beat Virginia Tech in women's soccer. Hot damn. Three to nothing. Give the, them gold the, medals the, or the something. The uh, pick up a point in the Commonwealth Clash. Yes. Uh, speaking of soccer, uh, the men's team beat uh, Pitt 2-1 to one in a comeback victory. Uh, and speaking of victories, number eight, uh, Virginia field hockey also beat Duke uh, in double overtime, which is by sweet a, by a score of two to one. Oh, you go to Durham and beat the Dukies. You and love the it. Uh, the Walsh sisters uh, did very well in a swim meet against Florida over the weekend. Uh, they won. The women won 164 to 136 as the UVA women seek their fourth consecutive NCAA championship, can and they s- are ranked number one in the country. Can you spell domination? That is pretty dominant, yes. So, All right, uh, let's that, get let's That get would on. be uh, national title number 34 if we win it, All right, by the way. Quickly, let's get to Noah Greenbaum, a good buddy, a, uh, a fairly recent sponsor in terms of the history of the show, but certainly someone we love to have on the show. Vin, um, Noah, first off, uh, let's talk about UVA special teams real quick, and then we're going to go up and down the uh, ACC upcoming schedule. There's only five games, ten ACC teams playing as Louisville, VPI, NC State, and Syracuse have buys this week. 
But we're going to come back to that schedule. Here's a key question, Noah. My main man, Daniel Sparks, had a five-yard punt against (laughs) William & Mary. Did you ever have a five-yard punt? Uh, I can't say that I did. Um, <laughs> well, that's good. There's, there's definitely some punt. There's definitely some punts I'd like back, but I don't. I don't think I had any five yards. I mean, what the heck? Well, on the on the positive side, Will Betridge uh, is 15 for 15 on PATs and seven of eight on field goals. He missed that first chip shot at Tennessee. If he made the chip so- shot against Tennessee, he'd be perfect. He'd be perfect, and he should have made it because it was a it was what 33 yards or uh, something. Maybe even shorter than maybe 29 sticks in my. It was from the hash mark, but still, mm. as a kicker, you need to make that. One. You got to make that. One. All right. Tell us just your thoughts on special teams, and we're going to talk about the ACC schedule. Yeah, yeah look, I mean, I think special teams, you know, obviously has, has struggled this year. But, you know, there's no place in the lineup that's going to show the lack of depth more so than on special teams. Yes. And I think that's really what you're seeing right now. And everybody can say coaching this, coaching that. But, honestly, you got to have the personnel up and down that roster to be able to have a good special teams and be able to rest your guys on offense and defense. And that's just really where we're lacking right now. Well, we got to fix that. Noah, you need to make a big gift to Cav Futures so that we can get our NIL budget up to par with the other guys, okay? I'm all for that. And everybody out there listening, please go support it. All right. Um, Let's talk about the ACC schedule that's coming up this weekend. Uh, At noon, the ACC Network will be covering Boston College at Georgia Tech. Uh, The Yellow Jackets are favored by five. Or, the, excuse me, the rambling wreck is the proper terminology. Um, I, I'm not that worried about that game. The next game is interesting. Pitt is at Wake. Wake is favored by uh, one and a half points. I think Pitt is going to beat Wake down in Winston-Salem. Pitt found something last weekend. They must have. I they don't know where Lu- it came they, from. They and, beat Louisville like a rented mule, 38-21. to 21. Wake looked terrible on offense against yep. Virginia Tech. All right. Uh, Duke is at Florida State. This is a huge game for the conference. Uh, Florida State is number four team in the nation. Duke is in the top 20. Number four, not 14. I'm sorry, four. But Duke is in the top 20. 16. Yes. So uh, Florida State is fair by 13.5 points. I think Duke is going to make it closer, although with Riley Leonard still on the bench with that high ankle sprain, I don't think Duke can pull the upset, particularly in uh, Tallahassee. By the way, last week's game – down in Tallahassee, they drew 79,560 fans. The Knolls are back. And yeah, they, are uh, back. they have a pretty clear path to staying undefeated. If they do, they'll probably be in the Final Four. Clemson is at Miami in the 8 o'clock game, also on the ACC Network. And Clemson's favored by 2.5. I don't buy it. I think even Miami, after these two painful losses, is probably got enough to beat Clemson. Clemson's offense is just... Kind of shaky. All right. The big game, Noah, help us with this. UVA is at Carolina. Carolina opened at, at as being a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think? Uh, I wish I could be a little bit more optimistic, but I think it's going to be a struggle for us. I mean, I think it's a it's a battle of what they're really good at versus what we're, we've been bad at, right? Yes. And um, I just think Drake May is gonna gonna have a day, unfortunately, and it'll be over pretty quick. Well, Virginia's got to have a pass rush, and Chico Bennett, if his knee is better, hopefully he can have an impact on the game. If not, Virginia needs to blitz 
people from all angles. Well, am I right? Virginia's only yeah, had five well, sacks all I, year. Five sacks this whole year. Yeah, yeah it's unfortunately, not good against Drake May. No, and unfortunately, that's just not the style of defense that we're playing right now. We don't have the personnel. Again, it gets back to just like special teams. Look, you got to coaches. I think are doing a good job of working with what they have. Yep. Right, and I think we just kind of got to get through this season and continue to grow the the younger guys and hopefully bring some better guys in the next few years. Noah, that is a excellent take. All right, uh, next week's show, we've got Paul Collins and hopefully the Snyder brothers, Matt and Jake, joining us. We've invited them, and we've got Dr. O from Ortho, Virginia. It's been a great show tonight. We want to thank all our guests. Uh, we're going out here. Go Hoos. Go Hoos. Somehow beat the heels. Thank you for listening. Pray for a miracle.